I was watching these people like on on YouTube playing Animal Crossing and I got so sad because their islands are so beautiful. I stopped watching people's islands because I get too mad. Like I finally got five stars and I'm like, man, I fucking hate my island. <laughs> Done. I'm never, I'm never going to be able to like attain that level of like beautification. I love animals. Hi, I'm Elaine. And I'm B. And this is Can You Dig It? A Haiku Recap Podcast. So here we are at episode eight. Uh, he who is called Ace. I honestly have a lot of notes for this one. Yeah, there it's it has like basically two character introductions in it of Asahi and Nishinoya. So there is a lot going on. We get a lot of really good moments in this episode. It's one of those episodes that like it really doesn't feel like it's about volleyball at all. It feels like very slice of life, which those are a lot of my favorite episodes. So, Yeah, honestly, this one, it was just really enjoyable. Yeah, it's a really sweet episode. Um, I, I had a lot of fun watching this one. Me too. Specifically. So we start with the same thing we exited the last episode with, which is that little introduction of Nishinoya. Uh, he's just perfect. He's 159 centimeters of pure perfection. I, he honestly just jumps in and the first thing he's doing is just yelling back because he's being called short. And I think it's just like the best thing that he's like, people like, I can obviously tell that he's this short little thing, but he's like, okay, and shut up. And I just, I just, I don't know. He's just so fun. I love him so much. I love that he's so tiny and I don't know. It just, it makes me so happy. Like, there's so much energy in such a small little being. And he never gets taller. Like, we don't have a canon height for him post time skip because he's not, he's not playing professionally, but like, you know that he's still like tiny as fuck. He probably grew like a centimeter or two. <laughs> Gotta do that math with like the picture of the Marlin and like get someone who's really good at math to figure out how tall he is. Yeah, that's going to be the objective. See how big. Um, yeah, so we get this first little scene. Speaking of how Noya develops as a character, I really like this very first um, scene with him because of his, I know that it's like plain, played off as a, as a comic moment, but his answer to the question about why he went to Karasuno. It's literally is, my favorite thing. I don't know why so it cracks me up so much. It's just, he was like, I like the uniforms. Like, the girl uniforms are nice. We have the military-style jacket. It's a close commute. I just chose here, I guess. Yeah, I, I really liked it because it it showed that even though he, like, loves volleyball and is so talented, he ultimately does not think of it as, like, the basis around which he builds his life. Exactly. Between, like, him and most of the players who end up becoming professional players is that they like make their decisions based on what's going to make them good at volleyball but he's like I don't know I like the uniform the commute's short like he's just like it's just something he likes to do but it's not like his whole existence exactly oh my god I as loathe as I am to admit how much I'm fond of the dub I completely I missed 
Hinosa saying horny tornado. Horny tornado. I was waiting for it, honestly. I was waiting for Noya to be like, come into my arms, like sweet mama or whatever. And Hinosa to be in like, he's like a horny tornado. I was a little disappointed. I'm not going to lie. I miss horny tornado. It's so funny. But it was really nice to just hear Noya just like scream for like a good two minutes before all of a sudden he's just talking about the uniforms and then he sees Tanaka and it's just like a nice little reunion I just I love this like the subbed version a lot I love all the voice actors but just Corny Tornado would have been so nice it's all about Corny Tornado and um yeah I I loved that little moment he really is like their heart and soul and like when he comes back everyone is really glad he's there and he just like has a moment with everyone where he's like for you like I just thought he's like so excited to see everyone it's really sweet but then of course things take a turn because a few seconds later he asks where Asahi is that's just like so like such an awkward thing to just have to be like uh shoot um here's the deal yeah he's not there Asahi is not there um and Noya is really not pleased about it, which is another way that it feels like he he plays volleyball not like only because of volleyball, but because like of his whole team and like you know exactly. how much he likes them. Yeah, he literally calls Asahi a coward, and he's like, "If Asahi's not coming back, I'm not either." Just straight up. God, I love it when he calls him a coward. I love it. I, it's like so good. It's like I don't care that he's old. He's a fucking coward. Low class. Mm. And the thing is, Tanaka even calls him out for it. He's like, hey, he's your upperclassman. You don't say that. And Noya's like, I don't care. It's the truth. He's a coward. It's just like the relationship that he builds with these people on his team. And it's like, he's so distraught that he quit that he's like, I'm not about to play if he's not here. Yeah. And I I just love that about his character, that he is so willing to like, I don't know, be be a little, not that he's not a respectful person, but he, he calls it like he sees it. And he's like... I don't, I don't care about any of this, like, you're, I'm gonna, he's, he calls people out on their bullshit in a way that, like, is very, exactly. just, he doesn't, he doesn't care who anyone is, he's just like, I'm gonna call him like I see him. So then we get that conversation between Hinata and Noya, which is just very sweet. I, I love it a lot. Honestly, a lot of my notes in this episode are, like, Hinata is just the, the most charming human, He's so He's perfect. so cute. He just makes me so happy. He's so cute. And the fact that he was talking to Noi about coming back, and Noi's like, no, like, I'm not, I told you I'm not going to fight this year. And then he just has to pull out the Stemfy card, and all of a sudden, Noi is like, I'm going to buy you a pop for cool. I'm going to teach you everything. He just has, like, a natural charm about him that's going to make people listen. Yes, and I mean, literally, like, that's why the, the way that like it zooms out at the end of the conversation and like <laughs> Shimura and Daichi and Tanaka are like standing there listening and like you know that they like sent him sent him over there to talk to Noya because he knew they knew that he would like be so taken with Hinata and be like okay yeah it's sure like, like, I'll do it for you. It's like when you were a kid and you'd have like your friend ask to like either like stay over to get something because it's like you were like your parents were more likely to say yes. They were kind of like using him. They're like, he just is so cute. He's charming. No one will listen. They were like, this will work. And it did. I love Noah's reaction when Hinata like calls him. The guardian deity. 
and like says that Daichi said it because you know that Daichi like wouldn't say that just like he he's not like he wouldn't be like super free with compliments to Nishikoya because he knows like his head's kind of he's not gonna say that he's gonna openly late yeah yeah he's not gonna say that openly to him so like hearing it via a messenger no he was like oh my god he started getting flushed he was like he really said that like wow he's just so cute to me let's see then we go to they're back in the gym uh nishinoya is helping him i don't have a ton of stuff about this but i i loved kageyama's reaction when like when Tanaka says that he understands what Nishinoya is saying because he's yeah. like the same as Nishinoya, the look on exactly. his face, it's so funny because he really like, he seems so floored by like the revelation that not everybody understands what like whoosh zoom pow means. <laughs> it's cute. Although like, I don't know, I do that. I'm always making like laser beam noises and stuff <laughs> when I'm talking about. I make sound effects when I'm, when I'm teaching. Yeah, it's so much easier, and it gets the point across. Like I know what he, exactly. I know what he's talking about. Exactly. And then something else is that they mention how Noya had been working with the girls' team during his suspension, and I honestly, and it just that just goes to show you that like he's not gonna let the suspension stop him. Like, he loves volleyball that much. Like he misses yeah. it. He wants to play. He's gonna do whatever he can in his power to get be able to play. I can just imagine him like really vibing with a group of old ladies, though. Like, just know you're in a group of middle-aged ladies. I'm sure they had a blast. And he's just receiving for them, because he literally, he's, like, receiving the most important. And it's like, yes, it is, Noya. Yes, it is. You tell them. That is you. Like, oh, so great. I love him. I love him and Hinata's relationship. Like, even I from this him. little start, when he, like, he's teaching him, and then when he's, like, slapping his arm, and Hinata's making that, like, uh, uh. Noise, even as he's talking like it's just so cute and he's like so encouraging he he immediately comes in and does exactly what Daichi said he would do of like just being like so encouraging and giving everybody so much confidence just like by like exactly the way that he is he just like exudes this sort of energy exactly he honestly is like the, like the entire dynamic of the team changed like the second he got there like we didn't really get to see him play much with Noya there but just like everything else wise like he just literally like riled everyone up in like the best way yeah and like it, it just the way he interacts with people is so it's so wonderful he's such a good person like the way he talks to Hinata is just heartwarmingly sweet I adore it so then we cut to the shop to the little store we get that little conversation between Takada and Bukai something I made a note of that cracks me up Bukai literally says, I don't have the desire to babysit a bunch of pain-in-the-ass high schoolers. Like, he hasn't been, like, scolding them about eating food before dinner and, like, giving them protein bars and stuff. Like, he's not he's not babysitting them right now, like, at all. No, he's not. But it's, like, that's his reason for not wanting to coach. And it cracks me up because he already is, like, babysitting. No, I don't want to say babysitting. Like, quote-unquote, like, taking care of them, babysitting them without even, like, being their coach right now. Yeah, he, like, doesn't need to act that way. And yet he's all over it, which I think... Um, I made a note about Rukai has like this thing of sort of a resistance to like accept that he is like an actual grown-up adult even though it doesn't necessarily always correspond to his actions like especially Mm -hmm. in the beginning there are things about the way he acts the fact that he always calls Takada sensei like he's his teacher (laughs) yeah 
And Which, I don't know if it's because Takada has this presence about him that like you like you make you want to call him that, or if it's just the fact that he is like he doesn't like entirely realize that he's like a grown adult right now, and he's still kind of like, because I get that yeah. way too, you know? Yeah, I feel like he definitely has sort of like a twenty something like Peter Pan syndrome kind of thing happening at first, where he's like annoyed by like these you know people who are younger than him, and he like just sort of like I don't want to deal with this and he he's not very um I don't know I don't know how to phrase what I'm trying to say but he he just he sort of kind of is in this like bit of stasis of like being a young young grown-up person where he like just works in a shop and just like he's he doesn't seem like he's particularly passionate about anything he just works in his shop and like smokes cigarettes and reads magazines you know exactly um, and I feel like that changes very quickly, but... The second that he, like, meets them and gets, like, riled up about something that is mentioned later in the episode, and it's just, like, that quick, like, change in dynamic. Yeah, and I mean, it just keeps going. Like, the more and more, the more we're around him as a character, the deeper his, like, ability to be a good teacher goes, and, like, it's, he glows up a little bit. Like, by season yeah. four, he, like, he glows up. It's it's honestly great. I love it. From the yeah. first game that we have with him to the Inarazaki match, it's literally like crazy to watch for me, honestly. Like coming back and rewatching it now after watching the Inarazaki match, I'm just like, it's, it's just such a complete like 180 in his relationship yeah. with the team in general and like being a coach and like taking that leadership position. Yeah, he he really grows up a lot. And it's it's really, it's nice to see because it's like, not only do the high schoolers grow up, but like the adults change and grow too. Mm-hmm. I mean, Takada's already perfect, so. You know. Exactly. <laughs> Takada's like, oh, I love Takada so much. So much I love him. Because he's like, was, like, I'll be back tomorrow whenever Ukai like turns him down again. Just I was getting so emotional. And like, he calls him Ukai Kun. Like, why does he, he calls him Ukai Kun? And it's like, well, you don't need to, you don't need to do that. You don't need to, and he just, I feel like I thought that he, was so precious. I think it's so cute that he calls him that and they're like not even friends yet. Like he she really just has that personality where he would just I mean, granted, I don't know necessarily like every social connotation of like how things work in Japan, but like I from my understanding, that's not something you just like casually call like any person that you know. Like even if someone is younger than you, if you're like virtually a stranger, you'd probably still say son. But he just like Ta- Takeda is like friends with everybody. I feel like it's also the teacher aspect where you kind of start talking to like certain people like as if they were like your students or so and like he sees Ukai as like it's like going back to the whole like Ukai like not growing up thing like he sees him as like a student in a sense. Aww, I love them they have so, they're so cute. I adore them I absolutely love Ukai and Takara so much like this relationship that they have with each other just makes me like it's so it's so great. I love it. Yeah, they're they're really precious. Oh, okay. So we have that weird moment that doesn't go anywhere with Shilawara like stepping onto the street. What was that? It's honestly <laughs> it's honestly kind of like stressful in a sense. Cause he takes like a like a big cup of air and he just walks and it's like, what is he about yeah. to do? Why does it look like he's about to step in front of a car? Like they really had no reason to make that so dramatic. <laughs> Honestly, the first time I watched, I remember being like, what is he about to do? Wait. And then it was just it like cuts to commercial and then all of a sudden it's like 
he's talking with Aussie. It's just it's like, like the next day. It's not even relevant. <laughs> What's happening? It's so dramatic. So funny. Like you think like maybe he's gonna like walk in and talk to Ukai, like with Takata or it's like something like that. No, it's just it's dramatic. <laughs> what he is talking about is the conversation he's gonna have with Aussie. This conversation, I I don't have a lot to say about it except that it felt like very genuine. I don't know. It wasn't Suga saying, yeah, it wasn't Suga being like, oh, we need you or our team's not going to win. It was a like, we need, like, we want you to play with us. Like, he's literally saying, uh, carrying the burden of the game. Like, like, you don't have to worry about that. We have, like, maybe like really good, like, first years, everything's fine. Like, you don't have to worry about carrying the burden of the game. We just want you to play with us again. It was coming from like genuine, like, missing him. I don't know. And just like everything about it, like, like, the way that his hands were in like fists at his sides while he's like talking to him and like the way he like leaned over his desk and everything about it just felt like very tangible and like natural I don't know I just really I really liked that that scene um and then Hinata and Kageyama are out in the hallway and again Hinata is just ridiculously cute like the way he thinks he literally hides behind Kageyama when he sees Asahi because he's like, they don't even see him. They're just talking about like, where's Asahi? And Suzu yells after him and then he needs to just like duck behind him. I think it's so funny because he was so excited about meeting him and now all of a sudden he's like. But just like the whole thing of him, him like convincing Kageyama, like, can you imagine that conversation? He's like, oh, Kageyama, like, I want to go see the A's, but like, you need to come with me because third years are scary. <laughs> like what it's just so cute like he's just so sweet and oh then we have okay again I'm just obsessed with Takana and everything about him makes me so happy I <laughs> love this scene with him he literally so cute jumped up and cheering in the middle of the like the teacher's lounge like it's no big deal Everyone's his co-workers faces <laughs> the woman next to him is like what the fuck <laughs> dude it's hilarious and it really just like goes to show that even though he's like very mild-mannered and grown up and like he still fits in with this like weird little team of like crazy people that he's still like so excited and like jumps up at his desk it's we're back in the gym again we get we get the first ever rolling thunder I wrote a heart by it I really wrote rolling thunder heart because I missed hearing it I honestly I love Noya and just how everything he does is so eccentric it's so fun he like really talks it he talks about volleyball like he is this this is sort of meta but like he talks about volleyball like he's a person in an anime but like like he is a person in an anime <laughs> no I, I know what you're saying but it's he, so like, true I don't know how to explain it he like has names for his moves and like like he's doing like a like a jutsu from Naruto or something. Like yeah, that's so honestly that's what it reminds me of. Like he did like the like the drawn out, like he's like charging himself up. I it's so funny to me. And it's just like so it's just his personality. That's like just the person he is. Yeah. And like, I don't know, it feels so it feels so natural that he would be that kid who's like Kamehameha before he like <laughs> to dive to receive something like he's just so he's he's like that person in in real life he would do that exact same thing 
Like he's not acting that way because he's an anime character and they all act that way. He's acting that way because like in real life he would genuinely be like that. That's who he is. He's just crazy. Oh, and the way he like (laughs) threatens Tsukushima is so funny. I love it, honestly. But this goes back to them getting, like, firing everyone up. Like, Tsukushima's, like, laughing and, like, genuinely, like, showing, like, a reaction to it. Because he's just, he's, it's so hard to ignore him. He's just such, like, huge energy with everything he does. Yeah, he really just, like, gets everybody, whether it's, like, humor or, like, getting people fired up, he just, like, always is, he always bridles a reaction. And it's just, like, so, exactly so wonderful. Oh my god, so I know I already talked about this last time, but I didn't realize that Tanaka would actually call Takana to his face. And it's the fact that Takana's not even phased. He just keeps going on. I feel like he thinks it's cute. Like, I'm in with the kids. The kids think I'm cool. They gave me this nickname. Like, I can see him totally loving it, honestly. So cute. It's so... Oh my god, I love them. I love them. He, yeah, he, like, does not even care. He's just like, Takechan, like, that's me. Yes, but then our lovely Takechan announces that they're going to play a practice match against Nekoma. I've seen it. I knew it was coming. I still got so giddy. I got so excited. God, I'm so excited to meet Nekoma. I love them so much. Honestly. And then right after that, they start talking about, honestly, the weirdest duo for me to obsess over talking about Ukai Senior and Nakamata's rivalry oh it means so much to me it means so much to me like I honestly cannot wait for them to animate it because this rivalry that they have is just the funniest most random thing it's so great and honestly I I love them I really do you and your old men Nekamata supremacy I adore that man honestly honestly you are 100% correct like I don't really get the Ukai senior thing but like Nekomata is mm, he is wonderful but we we have time to talk about that later plenty of time I just he's great he's excellent um we do get one of my absolute favorite jokes I I just I freaking love the city boy thing city boys I levels I think this joke is so good specifically because it like only works if like the way that the English and the Japanese like interact with each other in making the joke work is like really good to me. Like it was so disappointing in the dub when I was watching the dub with someone who had never seen it before. I had to pause and be like, okay, you're not getting the joke because they didn't do the joke because it doesn't work because they're speaking English and they don't have Japanese accents. But and I like learn yeah. Because I just I love any kind of like wordplay joke that works well in a translation. Like I think that that's really interesting and it just like it makes my brain very happy to see. There's a lot of wordplay in Haiku as a whole. Like we get to see a lot of it later on, but like now that I'm thinking about it, we do get a lot of like a lot more wordplay later. Yeah, and, and I wish that like I understood more of it I you know it's like all stuff that I have to like first I like read the English and then I'm like that doesn't like you know when like you read something that's translated and you're like what that doesn't seem like something someone would say like that doesn't make sense exactly and then you have to go and like have someone who speaks both Japanese and English like explain the joke 
but it's just this one works so perfectly i i really think it's just like so funny i don't know why then what happens after that oh we get this conversation between hinata and kageyama and i honestly i really like kageyama's role in this whole episode he you can tell that he's like really become like a much more insightful person even from like the kageyama that we first knew exactly and this is like seven episodes later that he's already like yeah um he really like explains the tricky situation well like the way that multiple people like asahi and Shiba are also they're they're all trying to like shoulder a blame that is not exclusively one person's blame um and he seems to understand that really well but also with this interaction we get to see hinata doing his impression of kageyama oh my god it's so perfect and Kageyama's literally like grabbing him by the shirt and shaking him and he's just still doing it. I think it's just so funny. I love the relationship that they have with each other and how they just like banter and like pick off from each other and kind of like rile each other up. It's just so fun to watch. Yes. And now like this is the point where I feel like now they're like definitely very much just like their friends. Like they hang out outside of practice. They're always in the hallway together. Like they're just friends now. And I... I love to see it. I love the way they interact with each other. I think they're so funny. Hinata's impressions of people are so good. Every time he does an impression of anybody, especially Kanyama, it's just like, it's so funny. It's it's a wonderful little really thing good. that he does. And I do like that they're like running elements of this show. Like, like Hinata consistently does impressions of different people. And that is like his humor that is universal of him as like a character, which I really enjoy that that's sort of a detail. Then we have, they, they go to see, they go to see Asahi again. And uh, for some reason, the line that really stood out to me is when Kinata says like, oh, you know, like coming from me, you might think that I'm out of line for like saying this when I'm like a first year and I'm super short and stuff. And Asahi's just like, I won't think that. And it's just like, it's so precious. I think it's really like a, a very, it's a, that, that to me is like a very Asahi moment of like. He's so, he's just so sweet. He, like he's he just really met is. these kids, like just met these kids. They're like barreling in, like not barreling into him, but like tracking him down, like trying to be like right next to him to talk to him. He's never met them before. And he's still willing to like listen to what they have to say and like taking game what they're I, I love him. He's so sweet. And he just, he listens and like has a conversation with him and like tells him about it. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like he really never would be like, who are you to say that? Like he, in his own way, like takes things from other people at their face value. And I just thought that that line was just like, so, so sweet. And again, we have like Kageyama just being very insightful again. And, but at the end, see, he's still he still understands that he's like, I just did the same thing like a month ago. Yeah, so he literally has is the, like, it's only natural you can't win by yourself. There's six other people with you. And then he literally goes on to say, I've only just learned this. Like so much growth mm-hmm. between like seven episodes, like a few months or so where he realizes this and he's like, I like I just learned it too. Like I'm not alone. Yeah, it's really great. And honestly, like I feel like a lot of characters are learning that because we watched Tina to learn it too. Exactly. In a different sense yeah right but he's yeah there was still like that speech with um Tanaka where he was like everyone on this side is your ally and like in a sense even though Asahi like never was necessarily 
nervous about other people's reactions, he still had that same feeling of like feeling like he would let people down. Even if he wasn't scared that they would be mad at him per se, he still took on that that same burden that Hinata struggled with. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just think that Asahi's Asahi's like reasoning and, and his doubts are very interesting and uh, I think very well portrayed and very genuine. Exactly. And then Hinata even talks about that moment where you can like see like from over the top because Asahi's like, I can't envision myself breaking through that block anymore. And then Hinata's like, you and like talking about like viewing like getting over that view and like seeing it and stuff and it's like he doesn't understand how often he feels but he like in a sense like understands at the same time yeah the the visual block thing is very interesting that is certainly um that's super valid to just be like I can't imagine myself doing it well anymore like that's a very real feeling the way that they portrayed it is really interesting and I really they need a freaking coach (laughs) so he has someone to talk to about it actually get real advice other than like not that the advice that he's getting isn't good but it's just like if they had had a coach this whole time like none of this would have happened um that's my last note for this episode except the last thing that I have is that I really I love that we get to see them in their school uniforms more in this episode and I love seeing how everyone like puts their own little like spin on the uniform has their own little thing yeah I noticed that how like it's all kind of the same but it's all worn differently like I saw a girl in the back was wearing like a sweater over hers and another girl like wasn't yeah and like Hinata always wears his hoodie underneath which like how does he not get so hot but anyway he yeah he's always wearing his hoodie also he wears his like vest which is interesting because it is that vest is like not part of the boys uniform but it looks exactly like the ones the girls wear so I'm like wondering where he got that vest from. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's just an interesting little like detail. It suits him. He looks so nice in it. I know. He is so, he's literally just so like handsome and charming. Like he'd be the type of like guy you'd be like helping like a little old lady like cross the street or carry her groceries. Just like, uh, I forget how much I like Asahi. I think he's so sweet. Asahi honestly is like a, a wonderful character. I feel like he does get overshadowed a lot, especially in the anime. In the manga, I feel like he he shines a little bit more. Um, but yeah, every time like there's a really a moment about Asahi, I'm like very happy to see it. Like there's some characters where eventually I'm like, okay, like all right, like whatever. But Asahi, every time I feel like it's a very refreshing. Exactly. Honestly, him and then those like Tanaka moments that we get are just oh so we need to so stop talking about the Inarizaki match. We need to stop talking about it. I feel like we bring it up every episode, but I mean, it's because it's the last thing that happened in the anime. But like, I just, it's so good. And everyone has, there's so many good moments. But yeah, that's that's all I have for this one. Overall, I, I really, I really like this episode. I think it actually might be one of my favorites from season one. It was very charming. It's just, like, it's kind of refreshing. It honestly, like you were saying, it does have that, like, slice of life feeling. Yeah, like, they don't really play any volleyball in this episode. Like, they're just kind of chilling. And I really enjoy that. Some of my favorite parts of the show are the parts that are just, like, them relaxing and, like, doing schoolwork or whatever. Like, just being, like, boys. It's really... Yeah, those are, like, a lot of my favorite moments. Yeah, I mean, don't get me started on the freaking Nekoma... OVA. <laughs> I was about to say the Nekoma OVA when I, the Krasna boys are literally arguing over the PSP trying to play it. They I literally I, just play on a PSP. Oh my god. It's so 
funny to me. I, I love, love the moments where you get to get to see them being just teenage boys and just doing the dumbest of things. Yeah. Um, I think it's really like the biggest, the biggest charm of this show is like when they are just being people. Cause they're all such exactly. charming people. They are. Honestly, I adore so many of these characters. Yeah, it really is. That there was that TikTok and like <laughs> it was the the person was like trying to explain like what watching Haikyuu is like, and they were just like, "You just there's just gonna be a boy, and he's your favorite boy, <laughs> and you just <laughs> love him, and and he's just a boy. He could be there's lots of there's all different kinds of boys." Yes, that's it's how perfect. it is. There is a boy for everybody. Like no matter who you are, there is a boy for you. <laughs> Exactly. I having trying to explain haiku to like my friends is so weird because they'll be like, "Isn't that about volleyball?" I'm like, "No, it's so much more. Like, it's so much more. Like, there's so many great boys. Like, all the boys in it are so good. Like, all the characters are great, and they're just, just like they just play volleyball." I'm like, "No, no, it's more than that. It's more than that." Listen. But yeah, I don't know. This was a pretty short one, but I I still really enjoyed it. I had fun with this episode. It was charming, very refreshing. And I just, I cannot say it enough. Nishinoya is just an amazing character. And I, I want to own all his t-shirts. I love Noya. I, there's something about him. Like, he's just so wonderful. And I love his little dyed forelock. And his, his eyes are so expressive. Like, saying that sounds weird because they all have, like, similar eyes. But, like, his are just, like... I don't know. He's just—he's mm, perfect. He's just so great. He so also loving. Um, I think it's interesting. I feel like he is the best example. Until I think, I mean, Nekoma is the best example of this. Uh, like the way that the characters are drawn to sort of like fit in with their team's like symbolic animal. Um like how a lot of a lot of Nekoma is drawn that way but I feel like Noya is kind of drawn like that too like he looks very bird-like he looks like a little like a little bird he reminds me of a crow he yeah he just looks like a little bird and it's just something about the way that he's animated is very fitting anyway that's all I got to say on that yeah, I love Noya I've missed him it was so nice getting to see him this episode yeah, our team is really finally coming together. We're getting our last, our last three pieces are like, well, until Yachi. Uh, Yachi. So I can't wait for her. She's, my She's so cute. Yeah, um, but for, for at least the first season, we're getting our last three pieces in place um, before things really start heating up. And I thought, okay, I thought that we were gonna get to talk about the vice principal this week, but I guess that that's next week. Oh, yeah. I was honestly disappointed that I didn't get to make a statement about that, but we'll we'll get there. We'll get there, exactly. As I've said for like five weeks, we'll get there. That's it for me. This episode was good. I just don't have a lot to say. No, I, I, don't, I don't think I have anything else to say. Um, I'm just looking forward to, what's the next thing we see? The next thing is the, um, the match against the like- The neighborhood. The neighborhood. Neighborhood Association. Yeah. Yeah, so we still got we are we are very to close <laughs> to meeting the boys. Those boys. Those shitty boys. 
I'm ecstatic. I am so happy. I'm so I excited. I know. I oh my god, it's so close. Like that that team really just like we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. Anyway, I guess we should finish up. So uh, once again, I'm Elaine. I'm B. And um, yeah, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.